so we're going to be in discussion tonight on something that the Lord laid on my heart and I just can't seem to shake it. Um, if you would turn to 1 Corinthians 1 Corinthians the first chapter First Corinthians, the first chapter, we'll start, uh, we'll read the verses before I begin, amen? The verses will be uh, 10 through 17. Are we there? Are we there? Let's read. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye speak same thing, and that there be no division among you, but yet ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind, and in the same judgment. For to me, you brethren, brethren, which is of the household of Chloe, that since among you. That, that every one of you said, I am of Paul, and I am of Paulus, and I am Cephas, and I am of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you but Cephas and Gaius. Does any more say that I am baptized in the own name? Amen. We're going to talk tonight about church divisions. And I want you to pay close attention because as you look at this chapter, it would explain to you why saints fall into sin and fleshly sins. Because when you or I allow division to separate the body of Christ, there's no other alternative but for us to go backwards instead of forward. It is not God's design and it's no other person's design or other than Satan himself to divide the body of Christ. And he perfectly told us that a house divided against itself cannot stand. And if you notice, even if you go back to the garden, it was the division that 
allowed, that Eve allowed to separate her from Adam and God. And so now we're all paying this, the price for the division. Uh, when you look at it, man and female was one. And God came down in the cool of the day. And after the division, God did not come down. Hmm. So it is something to think about. I know we all, yes, we all know we all think we've got uh, a reason to express our opinion, not in the body of Christ, you don't. Because we must all preach the same thing, that is the word of God. If I don't line up to the word of God, I'm in trouble with God. If you don't line up with the word of God, you're in trouble with God. God don't care what we think. He didn't ask us what we think. And even when it comes down to the children of God, we're supposed to make our, uh, our decision and our opinion based on the word of God. If it's, not a, if it's not in God's word, chunk it. If I come to you in a different way, you have my, a thought, my uh, uh, permission to discard whatever I say if I'm coming to you with any other gospel other than the gospel of the Bible, in the, in other than the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and a lot of people don't think that they're going to be hold, held accountable. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. If I are an angel from heaven, wait a minute, didn't God bold? If Paul said, if I are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel, let him be a curse. Curse. So do you want the blessing of the curse? You know, uh, when you look at, and by, if anybody have any questions anytime, you can raise your hand or I acknowledge you. But if you look at how most of our opinion is based on what we like and what we don't like, the people we like and the people we don't care for, you see what I'm saying? They get a different side of us. God is not like that. What he says to one, he says to all. So, uh, one writer defined division as two visions. Uh, ooh, the church can't have no two visions. I've been in church for a while, and I've seen how divisions in the church have actually hindered the growth of the church. Uh, what good is it going to be to have two leading ideas or Two groups that are pursuing two different ideas so the church can't come together. And I was always taught that anything that had two heads was a freak. God didn't even give uh, uh, the human God, Jesus, two heads. He said, I and my son are one. When he speak, I speak. Would you hear him say, that's what I say? Isn't that what Jesus said? So there was nothing new. And, and so, you know, 
I do understand, and I, I need you to understand, you got to fight your pride. You got to fight that leftover residue of sin that is in you, you call your ego. It, wasn't, it didn't do you no good while you was out there in the world. It kept getting you in trouble. So what can you, do you think it going to get you in, in, in the kingdom? Going to get your name written, blotted out, rather, of the book of life. That's the only thing it can do. Okay, so it is a vision of two. It, it, in the Christian life, there's a battle going on for two competing visions. You're fighting with God and the kingdom of darkness is fighting. Where you left is still on your tail. You just a step above where you left. I don't know why we don't think that the enemy is right behind us and if we turn around, he's in our face. You're not that far from the enemy you left. And so you have to be careful that his ideas don't come into your mind about the governing body of the kingdom over here have to be very careful. So number one is the kingdom of light. Number two is the kingdom of darkness. These two opposing kingdoms leave their thought on you from where, wherever you come from to wherever you go. If you save like you ought to be, you're thinking about the kingdom of God. If you're not saved like you ought to be, you're thinking about the kingdom of darkness. Ooh, I sure want to slap her in the mouth. Ooh, I sure hate, I hate, I hate her. I hate him. I can't stand him. The kingdom of darkness reeks all over you. So, you know, you must understand that. So, it's not that we are perfect. No, you're just a step ahead of where you came from. Because you can go back at any minute. Now, now you, when you look at this, it was Chloe had told Paul there is a problem in the church. For those of you that like to keep secrets, just don't tell. There is a problem in the church. You know, I don't know, you can feel it sometimes. It gets so thick you can cut it with a knife. And you can feel it because it hinders prayer life. It hinders the God, the, the power of God moving. You know, the last service, woo, it was an up service. Now, you come back, there's a down service. Because there's so much division in the people that are doing the division, they're proud of it. No embarrassment by it. No, I'm sorry that I'm failing God. Come on, say with me. There are some words that are synonymous. 
two divisions. Fragment, members, parts, portion, seditions, and segment. You mean to tell me you let the devil break you down to pieces? <laughs> Pieces, Pastor. Pieces. We are no longer a whole. We're in parts. In parts, Pastor? In parts. Let's turn to first Corinthians. First Corinthians. Let's go to the eleventh chapter. Is that wrong? Eleven, verse eighteen and nineteen. Come on, are we there? Well, okay, slow it down for me. Just, just we read, but well, let's read it slow. Okay, and I and. Now, Paul said, now, I partly believe it. Because if you notice, things are not happening like they ought to. Those of you that's been in the church a while. Okay, 19. Somebody got a quick, uh, smart Bible. Let's look up heresies right quick. Heresies. Fractions. Fractions. Anybody got a better definition? Uh, opinions contrary to what God is saying. Hmm. Wait a minute. Come up, I see your hand. Opinions contrary to what God is saying? Go ahead, sisters. Self-chosen doctrines are what you come up with. So the list can go on and on. We're leaving the doctrine of God and coming up with our own ideas. That's where the division's coming in. Your thoughts don't matter over here. So, when you and I allow the enemy to cause us to come up with leading thoughts of our own, 
rather than the, the word of God, we're in trouble. There's nine warning signs of simmering church divisions. Unresolved but hidden anger over past church issues. Can't get past your program didn't go off too well. Anger over things that happened years ago if not decades ago. On the outside, it looks like they're going, uh, gotten over it, but on the inside, there are volcanoes. Just can't get over yourself. Come on, say with me. Number two, bitterness among members. I don't understand it, but I've seen members who, got, who are so bitter at each other, they change small group intentionally or sit on opposite side of the worship center to avoid each other. And I've seen this. I've seen folk get in knockout, drag out fights at church and still want to be pretend like they holy. I've seen them fight and flirt on the church ground. They have turf wars. They look around to see who in the church is protecting, protecting something. The bad leader who threatened to create a ruckus if you ever really ask him or her to step down. I ain't stepping down. Are you here? here? This is how bold the devil has gotten in the church. Have, you have listened to folks talk about church in this hour. It is a stunt. WWF ain't got nothing on them. You've seen them stand up in the church and curse. In church meetings. Cursing and fighting, and they have nerve to air it on the public platforms of this day. Making God look bad. Come on. Mm. Rigid small group. Small groups that are unwilling to change. What? I ain't, you know, the thing about it, and let me see how I can put this. Well, just put it. You just take it on whatever level you need to take it up on. There should be no small divide, divided groups in this church. Shouldn't be. If you can't get along here, where are you going to be able to get along? It, 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 it's less people per capita here than it is in the graveyard. 
Come on. And it would be a shame that somebody would fix their lips that I can't stand someone. Where you going? Where you going? You can't go to heaven from here. Unchanging by leadership. When the primary lay leadership in the church has not changed in years because the church is not raising up new leaders, the church may develop a you versus us than, or the old folks versus the new folks. Ain't going to be no divided here. If the new folks that come in don't want to be under what I got to say, that door swings both ways. And I'm one to tell you quick, if you don't want to listen and do what needs to be done here, you need to go find you somewhere else. And that goes for the young as well as the old members. Ain't no sense in brother, we get in a fight here and all of us go to hell. We lose the big picture. Somebody's going to go to hell because of the division. And more than likely, it's going to be the one that caused the division. Because guess what? Most of us going is too proud to say I'm sorry. Most of us are too proud to do what the Bible says. If you think your brother or sister have an heart against you, go to them. And if you go to them, they're going to lie. No, we all right. Well, leave a line in their lap. You go. So there are parking lots and hallway meetings. Conversation may be quiet, quick ones, but they always, girl, call me when you get home. Brother, let's go get coffee. We need to talk about this. Be careful. Yes, ma'am. Oh, you think they got an art against you? Yes, yes, that's Bible. Accept the apology because they, they know what they said. You might not have got wind of it. Oh, but the, the, whoever they told know. Whatever they said, they, that person know. Can I, can I tell you? One thing I know about church folk, God don't let you forget what you said. When you say something about the saints or the pastor and all this other stuff, God don't let you forget it. And, 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 and really, you know, when, when you talk about the pastor, God makes sure somebody delivered him that message that you said. Somebody make sure he gets it. And if somebody repeats and says, oh, I know who said it. But division, you can't grow, God can't move, but you're going to heaven anyhow. No, no we're not. You setting up yourself 
to lose out on every front while you're here on earth and also lose out when you get to heaven. I still got some stuff on my prove to And it causes another issue. Fewer guest attendance. Folks ain't coming with no mess. God ain't going to let nobody come in the middle of your mess so you can kill them. Amen. Right, it says, I can show you this trend in many churches. When a church is on the verge of conflicts, its members stop inviting others unless the church is simply in an explosive area and newcomers visitors regularly the mem the number of guests naturally decrease when they begin when divisions begin to bubble up in the congregation uh oh so in other words you can't hide mess without god knowing there is a mess and when you infect somebody, guess what? You ain't got to worry about dying for yourself. You're going to die for them too. The blood will be required of the individual that caused the mess. And let's face it, this is a messy generation. Men are just as messy as women are. It's so bad now, you don't know who's talking, the woman or the man, because it looked like the woman, the man got a woman spirit. Amen. Come on. Yes, sir. But see, see, you got to realize this, and the old folks was right. If a dog will bring you a bone, they'll carry one too. And, you know, that's why I love the old people very well, because they, they taught you that 
uh, there is more to an individual. And you've got to think like this. If, I, if you're bringing me something that I didn't ask you for, what's the motive behind it? There is a motive that people do. Either they're trying to win you, gain you, or trip you up. And you have to be careful when folks are trying to get your confidence because you got to often, if you don't want to be smart enough to wonder why, you will be deceived. Amen. Amen. What is our enemy's job? Is to trip us up, to deceive us, and then to catch you off guard. Oh, I never thought Sister Lucille would do it. Sister Lucille got two sets of lips like you got. And if you get to talking, the wrong thing going to come out. That's why you got, you and I both got to listen to the Holy Ghost. When it tells you to shut up, shut up. Because the wrong thing will come out. And don't tell me you won't set nobody out. I'll call you a lie from right here. I'll never talk to nobody like that. Lies. Trash and go. All I got to do is call your children in on the carpet and let them tell the truth. How many times your mom and dad have curse you out? How many times they have called you out your name? They're wearing angel wings at church. I know saints, I've been in the game a long time, and my mouth done almost slipped. Because all those four-letter words that you know how to use, I know how to use them too. Amen. Amen. Why well, I laugh at folks who are trying to curse. I, say, you, I used to tell them, uh, you sound like Michael Jackson. You know how to curse. I ain't been saved all my life. And Brother Robert, we used to get out there in the yard when Mama would leave and go on and I'd get out the scene and we'd practice cursing on each other. So we were ready for everybody in the neighborhood. Amen. You'd have thought we was having a, a, a summer school we'd be out there going so. Amen. See, this is one thing that we got to realize. You can't put no confidence in flesh, not even yours. If it tell you don't put none in yours, don't put none in mine. At least let me be anointed and say, okay, I can follow, Pastor. He got the word. But when I start, everybody on the left side, look at the right side, cross side, you know, uh -uh, Pastor, that the Bible don't back that up. And we've got a whole lot of folks following another gospel and churches divided and folks are leaving, I mean dying out and ain't ready to go to heaven. Been in the church 50, 60 years and ain't ready to close their eyes. They're struggling with their last breath because they know they ain't got everything in order. And we have, they have fewer Fellowship events. Now, I'm going to tell you something. It's a shame when we have a fellowship, we can't have 100% participation. 
That's a sign that there's a problem somewhere. And I thank God that the few visitors and friends that we get coming, they can't see all that mess. Shouldn't be no attitudes after we eat. That was for the Corinthian church. Okay, they were complaining of a portion. Everybody gets a chance to get the same amount, and you know you're taking the leftovers home if you want them. You know you're taking them home if you want them. So I can't see the fight. I'm going to tell y'all something that y'all don't realize, and it was kind of funny. Uh, this this person I live with in my house, they put everything on the on Facebook and got some of every kind of friend. But one of my friends said to me the other day, my wife said, when y'all have y'all next event, let us know because we tired of hanging out with the dead folk. We want to come and have some fun. So everybody can't see the mess that God sees. Amen. 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 I didn't call your name. You just told off on yourself. Now, and this here one is very important, so I, 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 can, I can move the wagon a little bit. Less frequent time in corporate prayer. We still, a month has passed by and we're still not where we need to be in corporate prayer. Why you say that, Pastor? Because God hadn't said nothing. He hadn't said, change the wagon, move the wagon, turn the wagon over, stop the wagon. Don't. Ain't nothing came down from heaven about what we're doing. So when are we going to impress God? We try to impress folk. When are we going to give God all that he wants us to give him? The church, well, that prayer, praying together is more like staying together. When are we going to unify? And whether you realize it or not, the church is no stronger than its weakest link. If we were judging by size, we would say Kennedy would be the weakest link. But if we were judging by spirituality, Kennedy might be the strongest link. Come on, remember the child is our example. So when are we going to give God what he wants so that he could cause us to have the cohesiveness that he could use? 
See, we don't think about God using us is God used me and God ain't never chosen to use an individual other than Jesus. When he used the disciples, he called them the disciples, the twelve. When he used churches, he called the churches or the church of Corinth or the church, whatever church he was using. God is not signing off on our individualities that we would think that is so important. So we must remember, we must remember that, we must remember that division pushes God away from us and not draw God to us. Ah. So that's important. I don't care how you pray and how you fast. God is not going to come down because division is a symbol and a sign that sin is there. Oh, church sin? But I done spoken tongues and I done did this and I done did that and and, 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 and so uh, help me out here. Turn to 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. The third chapter. We're going to start at verse 1. Now, Paul is making a statement. I want to talk to you about spiritual things, but I can't. And so this is a problem that the, this why the church can't receive spiritual things until we talk about natural things. We got to talk about sin and other problems before we can go to spiritual things because you got to clean up in order to get to spiritual things. Are you with me? Amen. Let's read verse 1. Now, carnal is talking about what? Flesh. If I say flesh, or it, it is your human side or your sin side. Let's see, when we say flesh, we kind of pretty it up. Let's make it dirty so we can get rid of it. Okay? Come on. Okay, you're acting like infants. Not grown folks, but infants. Come on, two. Oh, I want to give you meat, but you can't eat it. Come on. Come on. So you wasn't in and you ain't now, so when you going to grow some teeth? 
Come on. Okay, slow it down for me right here. Slow, slow, slow it down. So, where among you, if there is what? You're in a sanctified church walking like sinners outside. Come on, verse 4. Now notice they're saying the same thing that they were saying in verse 1. I'm sanctified, I'm Baptist, I'm Methodist, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. When are we going to be saved? That's carnal. Don't fall into it. Don't try to critique no Baptist, no Methodist, no Episcopal, no, no, nobody. You'll be sanctified and be holy. Leave them folks alone. Those are just dispensations that God moved in. And if the holiness church is not careful, God's going to be the move past holiness and moved on to something else. And you can't fully persuade me he haven't done it now. Come on, let's read. Now notice now, all we are are ministers that we carried the word of God and it wasn't our word. It was the word of God and by that you will gain your salvation. Come on. Now, who gave the increase? So the increase belonged to God. Oh, I got a large church. Oh, I got... Please. We got more members out, membership outside of this church than we got inside of it. Come on. That's who is everything. The one that gives the increase. You know, you even see it with folks that think they can sing. Who child, I rock the house. You made a rock the house, but you didn't rock God house. An angel trying to figure out where that noise come from. And God trying to figure out where that odor come from. Come on. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. Come on. Oh, wait a minute. The one that planted in water, just one? I thought the one that planted it was something different than the one that watered was something. And no labor, all the labors are the same thing. 
The bishop ain't no more than the preacher. And the preacher ain't no more than the bishop. Come on. Ah, so God's going to bring the reward down to what you done did. Uh-oh, shame on you. Come on. With who? Come on. Oh, we got we we supposed to build. We are supposed to husband. Husband deal with uh, pastoring sheep and goats and stuff like that. Pastoring, leading them in and leading them out. Building is dealing with houses, homes, and whatever needed to be built in the kingdom. So ain't no none of those folks greater than God. So if God gave you a little office, all it is is a little office. You ain't going to be greater than God. Come on. You know what we're doing? We're building, I'm building you up right now on the foundation of Jesus Christ and his apostles. We're not trying to build you up on nobody else. If you want that, go down the road, turn the corner, and go left. We're not trying to get away from the foundation. Because guess what? Everybody that has gotten away from the foundation has fallen down. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Jack fell down and broke his crown. And Jill came tumbling after him. They on their way down. And if you and I do it, guess what? Down, down, down. Amen. Come on, Pastor. Come on. So you, you, you don't take the foundation lightly. If you, don't, if, if you don't believe it, at least give God some respect. Don't talk about it. Amen. And, and I found this out. A whole lot of folks in holiness church now don't believe the doctrine. What kind of mess is that? You should not feel comfortable in a holiness speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God give the utterance church and be comfortable and not willing to change. Is something wrong. And that's why I ain't trying to make nobody comfortable. Not even myself. I eat the same gospel you get. And I get a double dose. Come on, let's read. Now notice we said. If anybody build on it and used other materials, it's going to manifest itself. 
Everybody going to see it. So don't be surprised when you find out he is a he-she and she is a she-she. Oh, my God. <laughs> the foundation wrong. God ain't going to let nobody do it. God ain't going to let nobody pimp him in this kingdom. God, he'll let you give all the money you want, but when you start talking, you giving it to God, he's going to show you what you gave it to. Come on. It should be revealed by what? Come on. Even the truth is going to be hit by fire. Fire purifies the saints. Amen. Yeah, why, why, why am I in the fire? God's trying to get all that other mess that you done covered up and I done covered up and caught ourselves forgetting that it's there when he allow a fire or persecution or a hard time or sickness or disease to come. Guess what? It burned and bubbled it up. And you go, I didn't know I'd do that. I did. <laughs> Come on, let's read. Now notice now, your work got to abide. Saints, and I don't think we're thinking if what you did 15, 20 years ago and you don't stick around to the end, it don't abide. What you, if you, you did something for God 25 years ago and you leave in the 26th year and go back out there, it didn't survive. Ain't no sense in getting into heaven. Lord, I did this in your name. <laughs> you did it in iniquity. Depart from me. You were saved three days and you want a crown. Yes, ma'am. It, it got thrown out with it. Don't care how faithful you was uh, 25 years ago. You got to be the same way until the day you die. And so do I. God don't give none of his saints a retirement plan on this side. You hear me? The devil is fooling folks, not God. The Bible says, he that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. When is the end? When it's all over. Oh, you know, I'm old now. I, I don't feel like I need to go every round. You're going to hell the last round, so you might well go to church every, every round because, yes, if you give up, you lose. They quit. 
if God called them, now howlings will do anything. Howlings will do anything. There's a difference between the people that God called and howling. Howlings are in it for the money. And so, so that's why you can't let nobody buy you with a large offering. Amen. You take the offering and thank God and you keep on moving. Because it was God's word that you used. It wasn't your words. And if God would have left you out there, you'd been a bigger sinner than what you are now. You'd be somebody, you'd have so much authority and so much, uh, 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 what's the word, I'm not authority, when you, seniority, you have so much seniority out there, that they'll be sending folks to you to train them for me. Amen. That's what he did to you. He sent somebody to train you in sin. It was always somebody older than you, somebody you didn't have no business hanging with, somebody and they taught you the ropes. And then when you got big enough, they dropped you. And they went and found somebody else and trained them. And some of you were trainers. That is the truth. You just don't want them to come in here and testify. I learned how to roll my first joint from Brother Turner. Come on. That's why I told Johnny one time, don't, don't, don't say nothing, Johnny. That's my friend. That's my friend for my sin. He been hanging around a long time. Come on. If he don't tell off on me, I won't tell off on him. Amen, because you might well say amen. You got somebody too, that's why you in here. And you glad I ain't walking in here now. Talking about, come on, let's go. You, you have to tell them like I tell them to Robert D. Day. I can't go nowhere with you. I know where you're going to take me. Can't go nowhere with you. We can talk about them days, but they can't go back. Come on, come on, let's read. Now notice how God going to save you. By fire. Oh, Lord, it's hot. Oh, Lord, I'm tired of going through. Lord, every time I turn around, shut up, fool. I'm burning up your sins. Come on. Now, no, notice what you're supposed to be. Now, you are a temple of God, and God's supposed to dwell in you. Now, notice now. Now, if you was God, would you stay in there? <laughs> I'm going to leave it just like that. If not, if your answer would be no, fix that thing. Fix that thing. Come on. Now notice, you, now you're talking about yourself now. 
You're talking about your body now. If any man defy the temple of God, you defy your own body. I need to make this plain. Come on. He shall what? God's going to destroy you for destroying you. <laughs> Woo! For the temple of God is what? What about wicked? It's holy. Now God didn't come down unless you was holy. Now you explain to me this then. You ain't feeling holy now? It ain't based on a feeling. It's based on a fact. I didn't go back. If I had, I repented. Well, devil, you ain't got nothing to say to me. My temple is clean before God. Do you feel like it? Not every day. Because sometimes the temple want to talk low down and dirty. And give a few folks a piece of my mind. But you know what I found out? I can't afford to lose nothing. So you know what I did? I do now. I do like Jesus did, Tina. I shut my mouth. Now you may read my expression, but I shut my mouth. A saint can shut their mouth at any given time in the battle or in the race, and you'll be all right. Don't open your mouth and let your mouth sin. Especially if you one of those talkers. You better learn how to shut up and save your soul. And especially if you have, have, uh, know like I know and you know some of them four-letter words fluently. Amen. That was your second language. And I made up a few as I went. Come on. Hey, what I look like getting in a debate with you? Brother Money, we both came from out there. I didn't mess with mom. You came from College Station. I came from uh, down there in, 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 in what we used to call it, down the hill. We all talk stuff. You didn't want to run into nobody from College Station back in the day. They could out talk, out curse, out, 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 anything that came around. They were good at it. I just only talk about that stuff that I know, sister. <laughs> I know them because I went to school <laughs> Amen. Amen So you would be a little not smart If you would allow yourself To get in a, a, a discussion A heated discussion and knowing they're not gonna back down, and you know you don't, you're not prone to back down either. Right, right. Don't do that. Right. You're just putting your temple in defilement. Come on, where we at? Which temple ye are? Okay, which temple ye are? Let no man deceive himself. 
Uhum. 